Hi, my name is Aaron J. Marks. You can find out more about me at AaronJMarks.com. I'm a visionary purpose coach and a metaphysical leadership mentor. To my knowledge, I'm the only one in human history who's claimed either of those titles, and those that know me well tell me they couldn't imagine better ones for me. For as long as I can remember, I felt like my mind has worked just a little differently than most people's. At times it's been uncomfortable, but I've begun to see that it's actually incredibly important and that there's never been a better time to share the way that I think and see with the creative and entrepreneurial leaders out there who need to hear it. This is my podcast, A Higher Level. Everything we think, see, and do here happens on a higher level, and that makes all the difference. For some of you, these are among the most important and transformational conversations you will ever hear, and they will fill in something you may not have even known was missing, but something that is essential for your happiness and transformation. This podcast is all about creating a space for these conversations, a place to explore your deepest and most persistent questions about the human condition, a place to dream, play, and muse about the meaning of it all, a place people tell me only I can help them access, and a place of crucial importance for the human spirit and our future as the human race. On a higher level, everything is vast, rich, beautiful, and deeply optimistic. Join me there now, on a higher level. Hi, this is Aaron from AaronJMarks.com, and welcome to another episode of A Higher Level. So the majority of these episodes are going to be me improvising on the topic, but this is one that I ended up writing out and this started as a LinkedIn post that got too long and detailed and intricate. So I, I I thought it would make a good podcast episode and it references a TV show that I like a lot. And so I'm going to be including some audio from that. So it, you know, just works well as a podcast. So I'll be, I'll be reading this, uh, from, uh, from a typed script. Uh, but most of these episodes will be extemporaneous. So I'll see you on the next episode for, uh, for another improvisation. Here's something I've heard at least a couple of my clients say, you may find this funny. They say, sometimes, often even, I just wish I could go be a monk. That's a thought I've had as well. And yes, rather often. If I had known the struggles and challenges of business ownership and raising a family, I may very well have opted out of both. But it goes back a bit farther than that, doesn't it? Have you ever had the thought, if I had known how hard life would be, I would have chosen not to be born? And maybe the better question is, who hasn't had that thought? And I'm not entirely sure, actually, how many people have had that thought. That's kind of one of the things I'm here to figure out, I think. Of course, this brings up all those naughty questions about what happens, quote, before one is conceived or born. Some metaphysical theories paint a picture of disembodied souls incarnating into the right body or life framing to continue their spiritual development. But to me, this simply brings up more questions about the meaning and purpose behind that system. It doesn't really explain anything. And if we're really honest, this is actually true of all religions and mythological systems. They provide a causal framework for our existence and not their respective deities who must seem to have their own mysterious motivations. And that's why they all seem absurd. But here's something else I know. So far, you have seen fit to stay here, and you don't plan to leave without a fight. Albert Camus once said the most important thing you do every day is choose not to commit suicide. And so far, that's been every day for you. And chances are it will be all the rest. It's odd, isn't it? I think many, maybe even most people think that, but very few say it. There's a fun show that I watched a while ago. It's called Dead Like Me. 
The premise is that some people, after death, are chosen to stay in a kind of limbo and serve as grim reapers. It's like a game as they receive only a name, location, and time of death to complete their daily reapings. They must be vigilant and spot the setup of elaborate and gruesome Rube Goldberg-like mechanisms set into motion by little demons called Gravelings, so they can snatch the souls of the unsuspecting victims just before the very painful moment of death. The Grim Reapers look different than they did in their human lives, so their family and acquaintances don't recognize them. But they need to get jobs and engage with the business of living, just like the rest of us, even as they are expected to complete their reaping assignments. The upper levels of Grim Reaper management are hinted at, but remain shrouded in mystery. It's, it's an absurd and clever premise, and provokes some playful existential reflection. Also, apparently, the Grim Reapers can opt to stop and go to the afterlife at any time, but there's the sense that this is somehow improper to do before they complete their full cycle, though only management knows how long this will be for each of them. In the beginning, the main character, George, a sparky, self-centered girl who was killed in a freak accident involving a toilet seat turned meteorite from a decommissioned space station, curses her fate consigned to this strange spiritual nether realm at the end of the second episode her reaper mentor in my opinion the most interesting character of the show and played with great dimension and personality by none other than the great mandy patinkin counsels her in the absurdity of the reaper condition and how to cope it goes like this i like spaghetti george i like spaghetti i like board games I like grabbing a trifecta with that long shot on top. That ozone smell you get from air purifiers. And I like knowing the space between my ears is immeasurable. Mahler's first, Bernstein conducting. You gotta think about all the things you like and decide whether they're worth sticking around for. And if they are, you'll, you'll find a way to do this. What if I don't? Then you go away. And you don't get to like anything anymore. What always struck me about that exchange is just how similar the Reaper condition is to the human one, and how all mythologies seem to exist within their own assumed but usually unacknowledged structures of causality and consequence. The situations the show creates to explore Reaper behavior simply essentializes aspects of human nature. This is similar, by the way, to The Walking Dead, which is not actually about zombies, but rather uses them as a contrivance to essentialize similar but different aspects of human nature. The perspective of the Reapers in their metaphysical limbo is fun to explore. They see behind some of the veils that we don't, but not all of them. There are still other levels. And they have certain powers that we don't, like regeneration, immortality, and of course, snatching souls at the right moment. But in most ways, their existence is like ours, complete with the angst, uncertainty, and weltschmerz that we all share. Rube is telling George that he relates to the dissatisfaction of her and everyone's condition, but he finds the cost worth it. Spaghetti, board games, that ozone smell, Mahler's first symphony conducted by Bernstein. These qualities of life justify the considerable cost of existence. I submit that when you have the thought of wanting to be a monk, to detach yourself from the unending friction of human existence, you are having a moment of reevaluating the cost-benefit analysis. Remember Rube's exhortation, and also that the grass is always greener. Evaluations of the religious life have long been mixed, of course with certain sects finding more virtue and importance in the practice than others. For those called, it is a serious and often unglamorous calling. It is easy to romanticize and long for its pleasures. 
the perceived freedom to live simply, study, contemplate, and dwell in the sacred spaces of, it, of every moment, its enveloping bondage seems to promise a reprieve from the endless imperfect choices we are forced to make in our familial and work lives. We must remember that there is no reprieve from the pain of the human condition. None. The monks, nuns, and priests are not free of it. They have their own struggles that you don't see. Personally, even if I wanted to, to assume such a life, my Jewish heritage offers no path. To quote from Wikipedia, Judaism does not encourage the monastic ideal of celibacy and poverty. To the contrary, all of the Torah's commandments are a means of sanctifying the physical world, as further disseminated through the teachings of the Yisrael Baal Shem Tov. The pursuit of permitted physical pleasures is encouraged as a means to serve God with joy, citing Deuteronomy 28.47. So it would seem I am consigned to a life of sanctity in all that I do. I suppose one could do worse. But this is what I encourage you to do as well. If you truly find your purpose, you cannot help but to find meaning in all that you do. Every act and thought becomes a holy route to that ultimate mountaintop. If you crave a simpler life, study, contemplation, and dwelling in that sacred space, create it. You can do it if you want. But if you desire reprieve from the endless and unremitting friction of existence, remember there is none, even for monastics and grim reapers. In addition to study, contemplation, and dwelling in sacred spaces, you must know your spaghetti, your board games, your ozone smell, and your Mahler's first conducted by Bernstein. So what are they? In the end... George takes Rube's words to heart. May you do so as well. I wasn't done liking things. I wasn't done not liking things. I wasn't done. Mildred Hagen? Hi, I'm Dolores Herbig, as in her big brown eyes. Well, you must know a Herbiger, too. Yeah, I know, uh, Barbara. Barbara Herbig? I think she made quilts or something. Hmm. How queer. Why don't you come with me? So I forged ahead. I found a way. Can I call you Millie? Yeah, okay. And I'm trying to let that be a good thing. As deviant as that might sound. After all, it's hard to piss and moan about not having a purpose in life when death handed it to me on a platter. Thanks so much for listening to A Higher Level. I hope that got you seeing, thinking, and acting just a little differently. Or maybe even a lot. When you act differently, you get different results. But we need to start with the vision and the thinking. How do you feel? Ready to go and make positive, inspiring changes in your life and work? If so, it means what we're doing here is working. And I would love for you to let me know if this is you. There's a bunch of ways for you to get in touch with me. You can go to my website, aaronjmarks.com. Or look for Aaron J. Marks, Visionary Purpose Coach and Metaphysical Leadership Mentor on Facebook. Or you can look for Aaron J. Marks on LinkedIn or Instagram. Whatever is easiest for you. And if this is speaking to you, I might suggest that you think about becoming one of my leadership coaching clients. In our work together, we'll have conversations on this level, but tailored just to your life and aspirations. 
You really can't imagine what a difference this can make for your mindset, vision, and results. The first step after learning more about my approach is to book a free no-obligation discovery call, both of which you can do at AaronJMarks.com. If your intuition is nudging you, don't wait any longer. It is likely the next step along the marvelous journey of wherever you are here to go and whatever it is you are here to do. And I can't wait to meet you. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I'll see you on the next episode when we'll continue to see, think, and act on a higher level. I'll see you then. A Higher Level is the official podcast of Aaron J. Marks, visionary purpose coach and metaphysical leadership mentor. Learn more at www.aaronjmarks.com. A Higher Level is written, recorded, edited, and produced by Aaron J. Marks. Music is by Aurier. I'll see you next time on a higher level.